All right, we are ready for our next artist. And could you please introduce yourself? My name is MJ Lavalese. I'm 10 years old and I'm in the fifth grade. All right, fantastic. And welcome, MJ, to the Voices Matter podcast. All right, so could you tell us a little bit about your painting? My painting is about girls and think they should play football. And I think it's unfair to them that they can't play football by themselves and not with the boys. And can you tell us what motivated you to do an actual piece about girls and sports, girls and football, and then, of course, putting that in your art? Because there's this one time in flag football, I played against this girl, and after like the season ended, I thought she was going to be playing tackle football, but she wasn't. And I was bummed because of that. I don't think that's fair to girls that they can't play with like other girls and have fun. Okay, so you wanted your peer, who was a much better football player than the boys, you wanted to continue playing with her, and you thought that was unfair. So what did you discover in your research about girls and sports? I discovered that 300 years ago there was a team a girls team. Yeah. And so that was cool. And then there's a girls team too that I think it's still going on. And so, yeah. When you said there's a girls team, so there's a professional women's football team in your city. Yeah. And we didn't know that. You discovered that. Yeah. And I remember you sharing this with your dad. What did your dad think of your work? Um, he was kind of confused about it, but then he was also like impressed, but he was more confused. Why was he confused? Because he thinks that like girls, they, they shouldn't play. He was confused because I said girls should play with boys, but I meant to say girls are supposed to play by themselves so they have more fun because if they play with the boys, they can get hurt, so and you, we don't want them to get hurt. So you have a feeling that if girls played with boys that boys wouldn't go too easy they will go hard they would go hard like they go against other boys in football so how does that compare to your experience when you had a girl who outbeat all the boys on the team um it was kind of fun but also the team was kind of cheating because out last year they were blocking you can't so but yeah it was fun going against her she was fast and she was running all around us Okay, so she, so it sounds like she held her own. So it sounds like for this particular athlete, she didn't have to be just on a girl's team, that she held her own with the boys. But that seemed confusing to your dad. Because uh-huh. your dad, it sounds like he thinks that girls should be playing separately from boys. And you think the same thing? Uh-huh. Okay. All right, so when you look at your art because people can't see it. What did you make your art symbolize? I made my art symbolize about because I went, looked, and, and I found girls' pictures of three girls standing next to each other, 
and posing because I could tell they won a game and they're happy. And then my other picture is of the Brown Stadium. So it's like they they were standing in the Brown Stadium, and then I also painted a football field. So. so you painted the background of your canvas green. You put all these white marks to the symbolize. Shop, yeah, the lines. The lines to the football. So anyone who plays football might understand those lines. If you mm -hmm. don't, you just have to look at a football field and see mm -hmm. that there's actual lines for the yardage. And then on the left side, you have a picture of the Brown Stadium because you think women should what? They should be able to play, any, not anywhere, but like certain places, especially the Brown, because I know there's like many flag football kids that play in the Brown Stadium when the Browns aren't playing. So I think like they should be able to play. If they're in Cleveland, they should be able to play in the Brown Stadium. Okay, thank you very much, MJ. And is there anything else that you would like to add? Um. No, I think I think I got done with everything I'm saying. Okay, and when we think about the activism, MJ, is there anything that you think schools should be doing? There, I mean, no, not really. But I know there was a team in England called the Lions, yeah. and they won in 1969, 1984, 2009, and 2022. So. It was really good to just learn about, just to see if there was any football teams and girl football teams and see if I can get a lot of information. All right. So you learned that there was actually a women's league in England and they won all those championships. So it's possible. All right. And you want to encourage schools to do the same yeah. in the United States. Like in high school, I think there should be like separate, like, girls and boys basketball and then like a girls football team and a boys football team. All right, so girls should be allowed to have their own teams in high school. All right, well, thank you so much for coming to Voices Matter podcast and spending some time with us and uh, giving us a lot of sound advice and research. Thank you again for coming in. Welcome. We are here with a student who is a scholar, artist, activist, who is actually going to have his own exhibition soon based on this uh, painting that he did. So if you could introduce yourself. My name is William Cornelius. All right, William. And how old are you? I am 10 years old. All right. And grade? Fifth. All right. And can you tell us the title of your piece? The Story of 13th by Cornelius. All right. So the story of 13th. Can you tell us a little bit about your art, like how you made it and what it's about? Okay. So my art uh, is about the 13th, which is basically slaves and colorism. All white people should have the same respect as black people, and black people should have the same respect as white. But in 13th, it's basically like about white people enslaving black and like and you're talking about the documentary 13th yeah so that's yeah it's about enslaving black and brown people specifically men mm -hmm. as another form of slavery 
but it's about the 13th Amendment and our mass incarceration. So how many black men we have behind bars? Yeah. So what was it about that documentary that inspired you to do this piece? Because cause I'm black and I, I like just it inspired me to make an article about it because I want like I want to stop racism in the world and also I just I just don't like it at all. So when you saw the documentary, you saw the racism in this country. Yeah. You were uncomfortable with it. Mm-hmm. And you decided, "Hey, I'm going to research this. I'm going to write more about it. I'm going to make my art about it." Yeah. All right, that makes a lot of sense. So, can you tell us for the people who can't see your canvas, what color did you make the background? I made it like it's like a violet indigo. Okay. I would say. And why is it violet indigo? I just purple is one of my favorite colors and indigo. I really like that, but I just went with violet and indigo. I didn't put any purple in there. I might have did, but that's that's it, cause it, and it looks like it's a starry sky. Yeah. yeah like so, what did you time. put at the top? I put like a little white stars. I was gonna put yellow, but um, I didn't want to. The white it, it looked a little bit better. Okay. So you made those white stars in a starry night sky, mm-hmm. and then you made three different fists. Those fists represent what? Racism. Okay, racism. So those are all power to the people. Uh-huh. And what color skin did you put on each of those fists? I put white, mixed, and black. Okay, so you have white people, mixed people, and black people represented on your canvas. Mm-hmm. And you also made this very cool, very wide black outline. Outline, yes. yeah. And that really drew so many people to your piece. Mm-hmm. And they're really excited to see what you do for your next exhibition. Okay. So when you think about what you want schools to do to either educate people to address this mass incarceration of black men, um, how we are treating black people, what do you think schools could do differently? Or can they do anything at all to discuss this, address this issue? I think that other schools should probably, hmm, let me think, because there's a lot of things that other schools can do that uh, one schools can't. But I really think that they should make let everybody paint and like do like a free-for-all, and if somebody does something that that like can make changes in that school I think they should do that so schools should pay attention to students and Mm -hmm. their voice what they want to learn how they learn and to give them opportunities to express themselves through art yeah have you ever done anything like this before William yes I have did it at uh, I'm shouting out to this school. It's called Citizens Academy. That's my old and my one of my favorite schools. I would really like to go back there. And the, like I had did it there. And I the same art that I'm doing right now, well, that I already did, that's what I did at Citizens Academy. So you did this type of art with that looks with the bold yeah. 
type around Mm -hmm. all the images. Fantastic. Have you had an opportunity to address a justice issue through your art, through your writing in school? No. So this was your first time doing that? Yes. How do you feel about knowing that people were really moved by your art and by your message? Uh, Since it was my first time, I felt... I feel like I can do a lot more in art and probably do some more like bold bold black outlines and it's just that I felt really happy because this was my first time ever putting it out to real people that I did not know and yeah. Yeah, you put yourself out there. Made yourself vulnerable. And people can't see you smiling right now, but your cheeks are very high. And you should be proud of yourself. That's fantastic. You did a fantastic job, William. You should be really proud of you. Mm-hmm. Is there anything else that you would like to add to your story, to your art? Um, no. All right. Thank you so much for joining us today at Voices Matter. You're welcome. All right. <laughs> All right, we are here with another artist, scholar, activist. And could you please introduce yourself? My name is Octavia Allen. And Octavia, what grade are you in? I'm in, I'm in fifth grade. And how old are you? I'm 11 years old. All right, well, welcome to Voices Matter. And what we're going to do today is talk about your art and what it was about. So could you walk us through what your topic was? Like my title? Mm-hmm. Oh, the title was speaking about the racist people in the world. All right. So your focus was on racism, and you worked on a specific subject that you did not learn about in school. And what was that? Uh, Like racism and, like, slavery and stuff. So you had never talked about slavery in school? Yeah, I never learned about it. I never talked about it. So that interested you in learning more. What did you learn about slavery? that the slave the slaves was like on a slave ship and they was like thrown and they like they was piled up on each other in bags so they were piled up on the ships yeah. and did many of the people did they make it once they were enslaved across the ocean were they no. still alive no so lots of people died and how did they die from like Cause they didn't eat much, they would throw up and stuff, thirst and stuff. So they were thirsty, they were hungry, they weren't fed. Were they harmed physically? Yeah, if they try to uh, escape, they was beat. Okay, so they could be beaten if they tried to escape. Yeah. So you decided to make what for your art then? A slave ship. All right, so you made a slave ship. It's seven canvases long for people who can't see it. And you made a whole bunch of marks on these canvases. What do those marks symbolize? The uh, X's? The the blue ones, the blue marks. Uh, Those are what? 
people. Those are people. So and people, bags. yeah. So people who are on top of each other, yeah. s- sitting next to each other, laying next to each other, and you also have different sizes of the blue. Yeah, they all was not the same size. So we have not only adults on this ship, we also have what? Uh, newborns, babies. Okay, newborns or babies. And there's hardly any black space between all these blue marks. Yeah. What does that symbolize? Like they were squished. They're all squished. They didn't have no space or nothing. No space. So they put hundreds of people on a ship. They didn't really care if there was space, as you noted earlier. And then you made them blue because what were you feeling about learning about slavery? What emotion did you associate with blue? I was not, I was like feeling, like I felt bad for the people that had to go to that and stuff. Right, because that's horrific. And we also um, discovered when you were doing your research, at first you thought slave ships were made out of metal. Yeah. Because they're made out of metal today. And what did you learn? I learned that um, back in the day they were were made out of um, wood. Yeah, they were made out of wood. So you took all these, all seven canvases, you put them together, and you made the front of a ship out of wood, and then you covered the sides with what? Wood. With wood. So you hot glued all these sticks, so now it looks like it's one huge ship. On top of piling all the blue people on top of each other and squishing them, you also painted red over 60% of those bodies. What does the red mean? Because um, I asked out the like people that die and stuff, like 60% of the people that die in the slave ship. Okay, so you want to make sure then that as children are going through school, what is it that you feel people should be learning? I feel that like other schools and like people should like really talk about slavery to students and like racism. Okay, so racism, slavery, things that are either happened in the past to black people, things that are still happening today. Yeah. And one thing that you mentioned in your writing is that racism still happens today. Yeah, it does. So can you tell us about the black experiences that you want people to pay close attention to? Hold on, can you say it again? Yes. What black experiences do you want people to pay attention to today? Like, um, equiv- equ- I don't know. equity? Equity, yeah. Equity, yeah. So you want to f- people to focus on issues of equity, so being treated fairly. So does racism still happen today? Yeah, that's crazy how it still happens today. So even though it happened, of course, during slavery times, the point of your work is that it's still happening today. Yeah. So what do you want to learn in school then? Um, about more racism and stuff. So things that are actually happening to black people in schools or black people in communities or both? Uh, say both. Say both. Okay. So thank you. Is there anything else, um, Octavia, that you'd like to add to 
your art or a conversation about yeah. your art. Yeah. What else would you like to add? Like the black people was not like treated fairly. And yeah. And were they even considered human? Yeah, they wasn't. No. What were they considered? I don't know. Animals. Animals. So not even as human beings. So their lives didn't matter. They were considered property. They were considered animals, savages. So those are really important things that you want people to know. Yeah. And that some of that's still happening today. All right. Anything else that you'd like us to know? Uh, No. All right. Thank you so much for coming today to Voices Matter. We really appreciate you taking time out of your schedule. Yeah, you're welcome.